Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into The Pumpkin Plan by Mike Michalowicz. Unveiled in 2012, The Pumpkin Plan introduces a refreshingly straightforward approach to nurture your business and stand out in a crowded marketplace. Drawing on real-world case studies and practical advice, you will learn how to identify and cater to your most profitable customers, streamline your business processes, and foster a company culture that fuels perpetual growth. Authored by the acclaimed author, entrepreneur, and public speaker, Mike Michalowicz, who brings to the table over 20 years of entrepreneurial experience. He has been a beacon of guidance for numerous small business owners, helping them attain their objectives and construct thriving companies. Michalowicz's other popular titles include Profit First and Clockwork. The Pumpkin Plan is an invaluable read for small business owners eager to expand their ventures, entrepreneurs hunting for sustainable success, and startup founders in need of a practical roadmap. Embark on this enlightening journey with us as we explore the essence of the pumpkin plan in the next 20 minutes. Stay tuned. The Pumpkin Plan, a simple strategy to grow a remarkable business in any field. Introduction, unveiling the magic, the pumpkin plan to invigorate your business. Have you ever found your business hitting a plateau? Are you in search of an innovative strategy to breathe new life into your venture? If only there was a clear, easy-to-follow blueprint guiding you on a journey towards business prosperity. Well, there actually is. In this engaging segment, we'll delve into the intriguing world of the Pumpkin Plan, an ingenious business plan that draws its wisdom from an unlikely source. Giant Pumpkin Cultivation. We'll explore how to transplant these teachings into your business endeavors to become adept at spotting and nurturing your most lucrative clients and trimming away the non-essentials. This focused approach will help your business flourish with the same grandeur as a championship pumpkin. Part 1. Seven Steps to Sowing Success. The Pumpkin Plan. Have you ever wondered why some business owners are able to transmute failing enterprises into booming businesses, while others seem to be caught in an endless loop of stagnation? The secret to their success might be found in something as humble as nurturing a pumpkin. Yes, you heard it right, a pumpkin. Allow me to introduce you to our guide in this journey, Mike Michalowicz. A struggling entrepreneur at one point, he was able to drastically reinvent his business under the guidance of his mentor, Frank. To steer clear of a future filled with regret and stagnation, Frank advised Michalowicz to reconfigure his business approach. Michalowicz was battling the if-only syndrome, believing that with more hard work, his business would thrive, but this mindset only paved the way for heightened stress and an eventual burnout. His life and business philosophy underwent a dramatic transformation when he came across a newspaper article about a humongous pumpkin. In the article, the farmer revealed the steps he followed to cultivate such a gigantic pumpkin, and it dawned on Michalowicz that these steps could seamlessly translate to the business world. Thus, the pumpkin plan with its seven distinct stages was born. 
The first stage emphasizes identifying and utilizing your core strengths, akin to planting promising seeds. Then, just as regular watering keeps pumpkins healthy, constant promotion and the pursuit of new customers keep your business thriving. As the pumpkins expand, any infected or damaged ones are removed. This mirrors the necessary act of parting ways with detrimental clients in your business, allowing you to concentrate on the most beneficial ones. Avoid distractions and maintain your focus, much like a diligent gardener weeding his pumpkin patch. As your pumpkins continue to grow, single out those outperforming the rest and eliminate the less promising ones. In business terms, this means devoting your attention solely to your top clients. Cater to their needs and replicate this success with clients of a similar nature. Finally, with all these steps in place, watch your business grow to monumental proportions like a giant pumpkin. Implementing these steps, Michalowicz eventually sold his million-dollar business to a Fortune 500 company. However, before embarking on the journey of growing your business pumpkin, a reality check on the current standing of your business might be needed. If you find yourself grappling with business growth, the next section is specially tailored for you. Part 2. Finding your entrepreneurial spark amid adversity. Entrepreneurs often find themselves under considerable stress when their ventures face difficulties. Maybe you too have felt overwhelmed by the demanding journey of entrepreneurship. During such challenging times, it's all too easy to lose sight of the initial dream that inspired you to set forth on this path. Fear not. You're not alone in this struggle. Almost every entrepreneur goes through phases of hardships at some point in their journey. These struggles typically fall into three stages. Denial, acceptance, and surrender. During the first stage, the mounting stress might be affecting you. But when queried about your business progress, you respond with an upbeat, everything's great. Accepting that you're struggling can be challenging, as it could affect how others view you or impact future opportunities and your team's faith in your capabilities. As things begin to spiral, you might admit to yourself that you're struggling. Welcome to stage two. Stress becomes a constant companion from dawn till dusk. Peculiarly, you might even find yourself taking pride in your stressed state. But no constructive action is taken because you're preoccupied with expressing your troubles and bemoaning your fate. Essentially, it's your ego standing in the way. In the third stage, feelings of despair take over. You might resign to the notion that life is terrible, as if the outcomes of success or failure are entirely out of your hands. You might perceive your situation as some form of punishment and feel like you can't catch a break. At this juncture, most people give in, continue working mechanically, resigning to the belief that things will never improve. Often, entrepreneurs lose sight of their dreams and get caught in a trap, believing their businesses are too unique to be systematized and resisting advice. But don't despair. If these stages resonate with you, there are some exercises to help regain your footing. First, Take a moment to reminisce about your dream and establish attainable goals in its pursuit. Remember the initial reason you started your business and use that passion to reignite your drive. Carve out some time, grab a pen and paper, break down your dream into smaller, manageable goals over 30 minutes, and start ticking them off. For instance, if you run a clothing store with a dream of expanding to multiple locations, 
set a goal to establish a second store within the next year. Through exploring potential locations, devising a business plan, and securing necessary funding, you'll be well on your way to actualizing your dream. Having done this, allocate time every week to evaluate your progress toward your goals. Half an hour weekly could make a significant difference in tracking your path and adjusting your strategy as required. Suppose you own a fitness studio with a goal to boost membership by 20% within the next six months. Periodic check-ins can help maintain progress, allowing you to fine-tune your marketing approach or introduce enticing new classes to attract more members. Remember, facing hardship is an integral part of the entrepreneurial journey, but recognizing these stages and taking proactive measures can help turn the tide. By reconnecting with your dreams and setting attainable goals, you can evade the entrapment in your business. Part 3. Time to refine your clientele base. You know that nagging sense of incompleteness you experience even when your business is on a roll. It might be time to examine the clientele you're working with and reassess how your business is positioned in the market. This exercise could well elevate your business strategy. Here's a key insight. The goal isn't to hoard the most number of clients, but to cultivate the best ones. Clients who are a perfect match for your business are worth their weight in gold. Consider the story of Abby. When she attended a conference where Michalowicz was speaking, she just declined a client offering a monthly retainer of $15,000 because she was swamped managing her clients who paid $2,000 a month. Working with Michalowicz helped her understand that she was clinging on to clients who were blocking her path to seizing more lucrative opportunities. Pause for a moment and list down all your clients. Among them, who aligns best with your business? You don't need to discard every client who isn't at the pinnacle of your list, but definitely contemplate parting ways with those at the absolute bottom. It might seem brutal, but clearing your business slate creates room for better suited clients. After doing so, watch as your business undergoes a transformation. Next up, identify your unique selling point that sets you apart from your competitors. Suppose you're a freelance financial planner who makes house calls and has developed a close rapport with your clients. You learn that your clients desire more guidance on handling debt and crave something unconventional compared to the usual forward-looking financial planning. Seizing this insight, you reinvent yourself as a financial resuscitator stepping onto their doorstep equipped with a tactical plan to guide them through their financial hurdles. To bring this concept to life, you begin writing complimentary articles and columns, initiate a financial resuscitation day, and even procure a van adorned with your new logo. Your clients appreciate your distinctive service and start referring to you as the financial resuscitator, distinguishing you from the conventional financial planner. Before you know it, your business is on an upward trajectory and you're even exploring the idea of a franchise. At the end of the day, remember that business success isn't determined by having the most clients, but by securing the right clients and offering a unique service. By focusing on these aspects, you'll watch your business flourish and perhaps even unearth a whole new direction to steer your business towards. Part 4 Unleashing the potential of your organizational hierarchy. 
Have you ever pondered the impact of your company's organizational structure on its overall performance? Or are you grappling with understanding who handles what responsibilities and how various roles and departments mesh together? If you're nodding in affirmation, it might be time to reevaluate your organizational chart and transform your business. Let's start with the basics. An organizational chart is a visual depiction of your company's structure, demonstrating the hierarchy of roles and delineating their responsibilities and interconnections. So why is an organizational chart essential for every business? It offers an understanding of your company's operational modus operandi, clarifies responsibilities, and illustrates the interaction and collaboration between different roles and departments. This clarity is crucial for enhancing operational efficiency and fostering a spirit of teamwork. Consider the example of Luke, a small business owner grappling with managing his workload. In a sit-down with Michalowicz, they juxtaposed Luke's ideal organizational chart against his existing one. The exercise revealed that one of his project managers was underperforming and disruptive, while his office manager was capable of assuming some project management responsibilities. By showing the door to the unproductive project manager, Luke could leverage the capabilities of his office manager, leading to enhanced business efficiency. So, what insights can we glean from Luke's tale? First and foremost, envision your ideal organizational chart. Think about the roles and responsibilities that would best cater to your top-tier clients. Once you have this ideal structure in mind, align your existing team members with the roles they are best suited for. You may discover that some individuals are juggling multiple responsibilities and some may not fit into your ideal organizational hierarchy at all. Be open to making modifications to improve your business. Secondly, don't hesitate to scrutinize your expenses and eliminate those that do not cater to your prime clients. For instance, if you have recently parted ways with some clients or discontinued certain services, discard associated costs like expensive software or part-time staff. Prioritize expenses that help you serve your elite clientele better. Now, envision you are part of a rock band striving to broaden your fan base. Implementing these principles, you could create exclusive content for your die-hard fans, such as sneak peeks behind the scenes, live tweets from recording sessions, or secret passwords embedded in your songs for exclusive content access. By focusing on your superfans, you'll generate more excitement attract a wider audience, and expand your business, or in this case, your band. Part 5. Mastering the Art of Decision-Making With the Triad of Queries Ever found yourself wondering how you can enable your team to successfully navigate the myriad of challenges thrown at them by the business ecosystem? You might perceive it as an insurmountable task, but there's a potent framework that can revolutionize your perspective on decision-making within your organization. Dubbed as the triad of queries technique, it can empower your team to emulate your thought process and respond appropriately to unanticipated situations. It's akin to replicating yourself, minus the uncanny factor. The trio of queries are as follows. Firstly, Does this decision cater to our foremost clients more effectively? Secondly, 
Does this decision enhance or sustain our area of innovation, that is, the unique aspect that sets us apart from our rivals? And thirdly, does this decision bolster or preserve our profitability? Pondering these questions empowers your team to make decisions that align with your organization's paramount interests. If their answer to all three questions is affirmative, they know they're moving in the right direction. Consider this hypothetical scenario. You've accomplished your lifelong ambition of launching a restaurant. Your culinary expertise and specialization in gourmet comfort food, the kind your grandmother used to conjure up, should have made you the talk of the town. However, you find yourself contending with 10 other dining establishments in a radius of just two blocks. You're putting in grueling hours and barely making ends meet. So, how do you turn the tide? You start by pinpointing your top tier customers. In this instance, you decide to cater to a professional clientele, modifying your operating hours, discontinuing the kids' menu, and imposing a ban on strollers. You also attend to the specific requirements of your prime clients, like Bill and Steve, who desire a mobile phone-free ambiance in your eatery. By applying the triad of queries, you make decisions that better serve these patrons, enhance your unique proposition, and boost your profitability. Voila, your struggling eatery transforms into a sought-after hub for professionals, all courtesy of the power of the triad of queries. So, how can you action this? First, ensure your team is aware of who your top-tier clients are and why they are significant. Educate them about your area of innovation and how it distinguishes you from the competition. And finally, Help them grasp how your business generates profits. Second, adhere religiously to the triad of queries. When team members seek your advice, guide them through these questions to verify they're making an informed decision. While it may not be flawless for every situation, it provides a robust groundwork to build on. Lastly, contemplate displaying the triad of queries in a conspicuous location, ensuring employees view it regularly. This will preclude them from incessantly seeking your advice in the future. In a nutshell, the triad of queries is a game changer, empowering you and your team to tackle the unpredictable dynamics of the business world. Integrate them into your decision-making process today and witness your employees metamorphose into decision-making maestros. Final summary. The pumpkin plan is a unique business tactic inspired by the methodology of cultivating immense pumpkins. This method unfolds in seven stages, beginning with sowing the seeds of promise, recognizing your core strengths, and progressing towards relentless promotion of your enterprise. As your business flourishes, cast aside detrimental clients analogous to rotten pumpkins, concentrating your resources on the cream of the crop. Brush aside diversions and direct your energy towards your premier clients, meeting their needs and replicating successful experiences with comparable clientele. You've also uncovered the hurdles that entrepreneurs grapple with, including denial, acceptance, and capitulation. However, by envisaging your ultimate dream, outlining feasible objectives, and frequently reviewing your progress, you can sidestep these pitfalls. Concentrate on nurturing an elite clientele rather than a large customer base and pinpoint your unique selling proposition to differentiate yourself from rivals. 
Organizational charts are indispensable tools to optimize operations and instill a collaborative spirit. Craft an ideal chart, align your current staff within this framework, and implement modifications to enhance your business. Moreover, consider deploying the triad of queries technique to enable your staff to excel in decision-making. By adhering to these strategies, your business can sprout and prosper akin to a gigantic pumpkin. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.